This past spring, I took a course called Psychology and the Good Life, a class on how to derive happiness and fulfillment from our everyday routine. I took the course because I felt I needed it. I took it because for large portions of the academic year, I felt I was constantly falling short, tormented by a deep feeling of dissatisfaction despite achieving my high school goals of rowing and studying at college. My life has been a cakewalk compared to most people in the country, and even more so compared to most people of the rest of the world. But rather than lifting me up, reminding myself of this only made me feel worse, more pathetic. It didn't change the fact that even with all the countless things given to me, some of which I don't even realize, I wasn't happy with myself. Psychology and the Good Life received overwhelming interest from the student body, with over a fourth of undergraduates enrolling, making it the largest class in Yale's history. During our first class, held in the only lecture hall that could fit all 1,700 of us at once, our professor ran a number of surveys on us and found that most of the students were taking the class for the same reason as I, a sense of dissatisfaction with themselves despite being incredibly privileged. It didn't make sense to me. These are <clears throat> individuals who have accomplished a great deal in their lives and have been given opportunities that most people only dream of. Why are thousands of incredibly bright, high-powered students waking up in the morning feeling unfulfilled? It wasn't until I returned to the hillside this summer that I regained a sense of fulfillment and meaning for my everyday routine, something that I had lost track of somewhere this winter. I'm here to tell you what changed in me. In the past six years, I've made two realizations that fundamentally altered how I live, the second of which I came to just this summer. I came to the first during my sophomore year of high school. I learned how to deal with the sentiment lurking inside me that I'm incredibly ins insignificant and that everything I do and accomplish won't <coughs> matter in the scheme of things. We've all thought about this before. The fact that we're on a tiny rock floating through an infinite void of nothingness and chaos. The scariest part about this is that it's true, which only strengthens the argument for what's the point in ever doing anything. It's an easy out and an answer I found comfort in when I was younger. But there's another side of the coin. We are here, and as far as we know, our days are numbered. Instead of reverting to nihilism, the belief that life has no meaning, ask yourself, how can I make this journey worthwhile? To quote Jordan Peterson. This realization drove me throughout high school, and for the first time in my life, I worked towards long-term goals, eyes on the horizon, trying to achieve my dreams with the precious time I had. This way of thinking motivated me until my sophomore year of college when I realized I was still missing something. The question I led with today, why am I still not fulfilled, began to consume me. I constantly felt I was falling short. There was a second part to making the journey worthwhile that I only came to fully understand this summer. The importance of gaining self-satisfaction from living towards a set of ideals rather than my own achievements. Achievements in and of themselves are hollow unless they are paired with a sense of purpose and meaning. This past year, I'd fallen into a cycle of constantly comparing myself to others around me in search of meaning and fulfillment in my life. David Foster Wallace articulates this type of self-worship better than I can, writing that in the day-to-day -day trenches of adult life, there was actually no such thing as atheism. There was no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what we worship.
and an outstanding reason for choosing some sort of God or some infrangible set of ethical principles is that pretty much everything else will eat you alive. It wasn't until this summer that I was reminded of the value in worshiping something bigger than myself. It wasn't until the summer that I felt I was making my journey worthwhile. Our generation has largely departed from traditional value systems, mm. values and ideals that we practice here at camp on a daily basis. These values are no longer taught or even encouraged at most universities and are considered rather archaic. This leads to an emptiness in the human spirit and led me down a path of self-centered thinking that left me always coming up short. It is the continual uh, pursuit of living by a set of ideals that fulfillment is achieved. Values like integrity, courage, love, and kindness are what give order and meaning to the infinite chaos that surrounds us. And in striving towards these, the very meaning of our lives becomes self-evident. Why are these values so accessible at Pasquani but seem so elusive in the real world? I've been exposed to these ideals at camp since my 12-year-old summer in 2010, and I've spent the past three summers attempting to put these ideals into practice as a counselor. But yet, just this past year, I found myself not embodying these ideals. I don't remember when or even how it happened. It was as if I'd unknowingly just simply wandered away. Life outside of camp is chock full of temptations and invitations to begin in seemingly innocuous and incremental ways the process of turning our backs on all that we hold dear here at Pasquani. No drama, no big breach or big moment, just a subtle wandering away. Why is it so difficult when we're not here? First, there are more distractions in the outside world. Schoolwork, sports, social media, parents, and countless other things blur the line between what works and what doesn't, what is good for us and what is not. Cheating on a, che cheating on a test when college admissions are on the line, curating your personality on Instagram to paint a fake fake picture of who you are or having an unhealthy balance between sports, academics, and social life, all of which may be happening simultaneously, is infinitely more difficult to deal with than the challenges we confront on the hillside. Second, there is a lack of cohesive communities in the outside world that practice these values. Away from here, my typical day does not include walking, walking up a massive hill while I catch up with a fellow counselor or camper. It does not include waking up and having no choice but to share my living space with eight boisterous, inspiring, and lovable 14-year-olds. It does not include eating every meal with a group of people who are eager to share and reflect on their day. In life outside the hillside, there are no required circles, chapel talks, or tree talks, unless your parents force you to go to a weekly religious service. And thus, there are less opportunities for us to live the ideals we espouse to reflect on and share the important things that are happening in our lives, to live out the ideals and values we intellectually describe, to do the things that can help bring order from chaos. Simply put, taking Pasquani home is hard, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. There are communities that practice these values we teach you. You just need to look for them. Find a religious youth group, a cohesive sports team with a wise coach, or a friend who shares the same values as you. Make an effort to put down your phone and have real face-to-face -face conversations with people. Surround yourself with friends who bring out the best in you and commit yourself to bringing out the best in your friends. Stay in touch with this community. We can help each other along the way. 
Finally, and most importantly, commit yourselves to the values that make Pasquani work amidst the chaos of the world. And there's one thing I know is true. There are many people out there who are hungry for such meaning and purpose in their lives. I know this because I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it in myself and in the faces of my fellow classmates in psychology and the good life, feeling empty and not knowing why. Many of these people don't have a community to ground them and guide them. We do. Let's use it and share our values with a world that is strayed from them.